Hello and welcome to Disney Matter. From Adam Warlock to Zoot, we take a dive in the vault and beyond for the weird history and the upcoming news. I'm your host Jack and happy Pride. Uh, we kind of missed the entire month of Pride of June because today is going to be a slightly different episode because we took June off to focus on other projects and everything seemed to happen while we were away. And when I mean everything... I, I mean, something that could have felt a full month of episodes we could have talked about. So why don't we just get right into it and jump aboard this parade of news, because we've got a colourful main matter upcoming. But first, here's what happened this month across the parks and beyond. After less than two years, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is setting sail for the last time this September. An update on the website states, The final voyage of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser will take place September 28th to the 30th of 2023. We are so proud of the ca- all the cast members and Imagineers who brought the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser to life and look forward to delivering an excellent experience for guests during the remaining voyages over the coming months. Thank you to all our guests and fans for making this experience so special. The only reason we've been given for this closure has been cost cutting. As for those aren't aware, the Galactic Star Cruiser is an immersive two night adventure. It's a LARP for Star Wars fans. There's a hundred cabins with no windows or access to the outside unless you want to go out for smoke. Excursions, you get to go to the Black Spire outpost. The issue comes is the pricing. It's nearly $6,000 for a family of four. It's actually cheaper. i just done a quick price in there. It's cheaper to book into the Disney's Riviera Resort for next month at a cost for $4,725 for a family of two for two nights. So Disney's most expensive hotel is still cheaper than this. I know you get some meals included and there's other factors. But you also, there's the, the drinks, there's the the Kyber Crystal that's infamous, we've discussed it before, it's nearly $5,000 for a couple shots. It's still a pretty penny, but there's little to justify paying all that money for a hotel for that kind of experience, especially if you're someone like me who lives outside the country. It's more expensive getting in, all the flights and that. And having only that two nights for that price, when you could just spend that money on both flights and hotels. Scenarios for the hotels were also very limited, as there's only one scenario or two story paths that remain the same. You could either work with the First Order or the Resistance. Nothing really new happened, but the cast members did their roles excellently, and it's a shame to see them lose that work. You can still listen to Gaia, the on-ship entertainer's music on Spotify. All in all, it may have looked amazing, but we won't be running the Kessel Run to get there quickly. The Muppets Mayhem was the reboot the franchise really needed. I loved it so much. Anno's backstory hit me hard. Oh boy. Not only did they take... Oh, Anno's backstory hit me so hard. Oh, that episode. Oh. But we have to leave the talk about it for another time. Not only did the Electric Mayhem take over our music feeds with their brand new album, 
but they could be taking over another attraction, with Jeff York saying this about a rock and roller coaster re-theme with Electric May. Not gonna, not gonna lie, this was absolutely part of our original pitch and is another piece of the dream. Fingers crossed that it happened. Aerosmith may be on their way out as there's been a lot of controversy with Steve Tyler and honestly, I do believe that Aerosmith is less cultural, culturally relevant. This, people may say, but it's more of kind of what I listen to. I could only think like Walk This Way and uh, I'm Good and uh, Don't Close Your Eyes. I, but it's not really pops out. Well, you have The Muppets, which seem to be a cultural icon that remains and remains. But there's one criticism I did see, um, and that was, we already have a Muppets area. It'll be make no sense to have two. If we do get two Muppets areas, we technically already have three Star Wars areas in, in all our studios. So why can't Mayhem take over the rock and roll, rock and roll, I was going to say it, Rip Ride Rocket, the rock and roller coaster studio. Hopefully we don't walk this way for too long and picture this new re-theme instead. Work continues on Tiana's Bayou Adventure, with the water tower being raised high. Up on top is Tiana's tiara with two stars, those stars representing Evangelia and Ray. Not only is Splash Mountain getting... Not only... It's not only Splash Mountain getting its refresh, so did Tiana, as we got to see Tiana's in her new outfit that will be seen on the ride. Tiana's Bayou Adventure is set to open next year. One of the busiest park days in the parks is usually the 4th of July weekend and it just came and went. The 4th of July event happens on the 3rd and on the day itself and is a very, very limited access to the park. Even viewings for the nighttime spectacular they host is restricted to viewings given to at the nearby hotels. Both Magic Kingdom and Epcot will host 4th of July fireworks. As stated on the website, prepare for patriotism at the finest when Walt Disney World celebrates Independence Day in the skies above Epcot and the Magic Kingdom Park. There will be DJs throughout the Magic Kingdom and on July 4th only, the Magic Kingdom will host a military flyover above Cinderella's castle as a reflection of the Walt Disney World Company's nearly 100 year long history of supporting the military, dating back from Walt and Roy's Disney's who both served during World War I. Make sure to keep your eyes out to skies at 10.30am at the Magic Kingdom and nearby resorts. Hollywood Studios is getting in with the festive feeling with Jollywood Nights. Running a select nights November 11th to December 20th, there's plenty to do with new shows like Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam and a musical variety show hosted by the icons Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. You can also meet characters like Phineas and Ferb, but hopefully you don't get stuck on any rides like the creator of Phineas and Ferb, Dan Povmeyer, did as they took a trip on Rise of the Resistance and had this encounter on the ride. And so we're sitting there waiting and we decide to call our friend Scott Trowbridge, who is the head Imagineer for all of the Star Wars stuff at Disneyland and just complained that the ride was broken down. The yeah, ride's down, the Scott! Ride broke. Scott, what, what are we doing about it? What, what, we need you to fix it right now. We've been sitting in here <laughs> for 45 horn. minutes. Get on the horn and fix the ride. I need you to Tell that droid to fix the ride, Scott. He's on it? Okay. 
Okay, excellent. What you do all day, you just sit around and ride, ride. Somebody has to make them and somebody has to ride them. And that's how we di divided the labor. <laughs> Hey, thanks, Scott. Yeah, we appreciate get, it. Get them there. Keep your arms and legs inside. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I don't think you understand. We're the resistance last hope. Yes. <laughs> if Scott had done his job just a little bit better, we would not be in this predicament. Now at the Hyperion Theatre, Rogers the Musical is finally here. In this theatrical splendour, relive the life of Steve Rogers aka Captain America. This musical retelling takes you from Steve's humble beginnings during World War II to becoming Captain America and leading the Avengers. Be on the lookout for appearances by Peggy Carter and Nick Fury and watch some of your favourite Avengers assemble in an epic showtune style. It's our larger-than-life one-act musical coming this summer for a limited time to the Hyperion Theatre in Hollywood Land at Disney California Adventure Park. I have seen just a recording of it, and I already love the campy nature of it. Some people may have seen it out of contest and threw criticism because it's, it's a musical. It's a fun show, with Nick Fury being a highlight. Some of the songs I do feel like it's just a way to lead in from the Hawkeye, the song Leech's seen the Hawkeye series. It's more of a puzzle, you're just trying to fit the other songs. I see, it's like most jukebox musicals have the issue where they write a plot around the songs, but I feel like they wrote other songs around one song. Overall, I do think it's a definite watch for those able to head to Disneyland California. Though it may be closing on August 31st, many want this show to continue and admit this is not one to be missed. other news, Indiana Jones will be making appearances in Disneyland California. This is to promote Indiana Jones and Dial Destiny that's now out in cinemas. Elemental is shown to have the second worst opening for a Pixar movie, however I personally cannot comment on this as I've yet to see it and it's, it's coming out at the end of this. More information about my feelings and talks of other Disney releases will be coming soon to this podcast. The Disney Parks Around the World package is returning with a VIP tour will be able to take you to every Disney park in 24 days. Across 6 countries, 69 meals and you'll be able to visit the Taj Mahal, Pyramids of Giza and Eiffel Tower all aboard a private VIP Boeing 757. All the price of $114,995 or just 19 visits to the Galactic Star Cruiser. Finally, in a quick news segment. It was 626 day, aka Stitch Day. Stitch was out and about in the parks to celebrate this day. My Stitch collection is growing to almost unfathomable numbers. Our main matter we're going to talk about Pride Night. 
This will be more of a list of what happened going on, a bit different from our usual main matters, but I just wanted to talk about how different this event was compared to other other ones. This event happened June 13th and June 15th of 2023. Well, beginning is usually most events but with a mix in where people can go in early, mix in with the, well I was going to say common folk, the people that haven't bought tickets to the event until the party starts at 9pm and it runs to 1am where guests are able to ride attractions after hour. They have a like they have li- they had live DJ and the one that I was really excited to see was the Ohana Dance Party in Tomorrowland Tents with Stitch and what was a biker outfit and he just looks so adorable. I so it's like I'm just looking at it and I'm like that's just another Stitch plush I don't have. Other things they had was the Country Line Dancing at the Golden Horseshoe, the Pride Night Dance Club at the Rivers of America, and Pride Night Cavalcade featuring Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Clarabelle, Donald, Daisy and Goofy. So going for the characters you get to meet, we had a good touch of weird and characters you don't really get to see in regular events. You had Cruella, Jane Porter and Terp from Tarzan, Goofy, Tiana and Lewis, Donald and Daisy Duck, Mandalorian with Grogu, Ray, Zifripio, Mickey and Minnie, Mulan Mushu, the live action Ariel, Anna, Elsa and Oaken from Frozen, Tinkerbell, the Muses from Hercules, Maleficent, the Evil Queen, Phaestos from Eternals and America Chavez. One person I did leave out was Clarabelle Cow, because Clarabelle went viral because of this event. So the reason why, they were advertised as a gay icon. And seeing the dance moves they threw out, can can you see why they were absolutely like, was I I I far too straight to find find a phrase? They were really cutting the rug, you you know, doing a little jive. Uh, anyway, moving on to the food, I just want a quick shout out to Disney Food Blog for this list of food. They're always a great site. They as I get a ton of this new stories from Disney Food Blog, and if I want to know about pricing and that, I they are so helpful. The food listed for this event included spiced beef potato loaded bites, like berry cheesecake funnel cake, and grape lemon soda, and there were so many, so many rainbow desserts, including rainbow grey stuff, which out of all the food, this sold out. And you can also get a Pride Zipper for this event. I was planning on more details, however, like I said before, this episode does have to be slightly rushed. I am too tired of June off uh, to work on other stuff. But I wanted to mention this event because it just seemed fun. It just one of the most fun nights to be a Disney fan and be part of the LGBT community. Somewhere you're welcome because Looking as an outsider, things have really went downhill recently for America for LGBTQ rights. I try to be positive on this podcast, but things have been really bad. And there's definitely a reason why this event won't be coming to Florida. <sighs> They've been taking the cha-cha slide as a vice for laws and taking it all back now. There's always a cloud to cover up pride. And I'm glad this event had to let people... Just let the rainbow shine. And no matter what I create, I want people to be full welcome and have some place and have some time where they can sit and not feel alone. The world may feel like it's pushing against us all sometimes, but having that little escape is sometimes what we need. 
just something to make you smile. Speaking of Florida, there was a situation in the past with Disney and the LGBTQ community and it was all because of one certain orange bird. That's not a story for me to tell right now. Is I would say Dream Sounds on YouTube did an excellent video talking about the history and managed to promote this Bert Ord song as a new voice to the community, pushing down the voice of hate through music and love. Bringing people together, speak about Bert, who, even if you're feeling green with envy or you're going to be feeling blue, there's always pride to be seen you through. Little orange bird, little And that's all for today. This episode was tr us trying to get back in the flow of how I want this podcast to go in the future. Uh, we will be returning to the previous style of having a proper main matter and away from this, the full-on news, hopefully this month. We've got a couple episodes coming up and I hope you'll be around to listen. If you remember, uh, we've got currently Twitter's a bit weird, so we will be creating a Threads account that'll be upcoming, and any other social media will be down below. Anyway, if it's a matter, make sure it's a Disney matter. See you all again real soon. <laughs>